uh, about a situation that uh, developed earlier this week, uh, going back to, I believe it was Tuesday or Wednesday. Uh, the Métis Settlements General Council announced that they had filed a claim against the government of Alberta to stop the implementation of Bill 57, which is an amendment to the Métis Settlements Act. So, to get some clarity around what's going on on this file and what we expect to see happen, we are going to chat now with Herb Lair, who is president of the Métis Settlements of Alberta. Mr. Lair, thank you for your time. I appreciate you calling us this morning. Thank you very much, Shay. It's nice to talk to you. Uh, it's, it's our pleasure to to educate all Albertans as to what it is that we have issues with under Bill 57. That's exactly what I want to do today. So why don't we start with Bill 57 itself? Let everybody know what it says, what it does, and what the issues are. There's a a multitude of things in this bill, so to go through them all would take quite a while. But the real, the the crux of the matter is, is it's attacking the governance of the the eight Métis settlements and the central uh, government of them as well. So this legislation is prescriptive to us. It tells us how many councillors you you can have, or it, it, let me correct myself, Mm -hmm. it it gives the councils the ability, which they always had, to go down to three or five. But if they don't make a motion to that or a bylaw to that, then, of course, it goes to the three, now, that, which is fine. That's There's not a, a, a big issue with that because that is just a maneuvering thing that you can and can't do. However, they were very prescriptive when it comes to our collective government where we have what's called a general council and and you have an executive that, of that. And that executive includes a president, a vice president, a secretary, and a treasurer. Okay. The, the, the problems is now said you can only have one or two of those positions. There's no choice in that. That's very prescriptive. Okay. Um, why? What I mean, if, if they're saying that you have the right to your own framework in terms well, of governance, why do they care what it looks like? Yeah, well, that, that's that's part of the big question. Um, and they look at it and they say, oh, well, you're, you don't have very much finances left available to you. But let, let me make this point first, Shay. Mm-hmm. The governance of the eight Métis settlements is paid for by the eight Métis settlements. It comes up, it came out of our uh, a company that we had called Resco, that there was $90 million that we had made a profit. And as well, it came out of our future fund. So we are self-paying our own government so now you have someone come in and say nope i don't uh, agree with this i don't like the way it is so therefore uh, you know i'm going to unilaterally change it okay you say unilaterally was there any consultation with with the metis settlements or is this something the government did entirely on their own no 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 so there was some consultation i'm you know there there was some discussion over some of the changes but all of the changes that came forward in Bill 57, some of them we, we didn't know about. We didn't receive any notice of it. We were as surprised as the rest of Alberta was surprised to, to see the changes. Some of the issues we had talked about. But we the, the thing that we spent the most time on was developing a procedure, an actual document that talked about how we would proceed with this. In that document, it talks about going to our membership in the end, either in having either a plebiscite or a referendum, to ensure that we were doing things that the majority of the people wanted. And, and that, to me, is true democracy. So 
we ha- it never got to that point. The, because of COVID, all of a sudden we couldn't have our general meetings in the communities because of Alberta health orders. Mm-hmm. And because of the poor connectivity, we couldn't do virtual town halls. A lot of our people you know, don't even have landlines when it gets right down to it. So the way we conduct our business is through general meetings and we get the guidance of the membership from there. We, we tell them all the things that are going on in, the, in all eight communities. And then after you've polled your members, the, the councils ask the, the membership there whether they're supportive or non-supportive. We then take that information forward and in the end you have a plebiscite or, or a referendum. None of that transpired. The minister sat there and said he knows what's best or the members of the eight Métis settlements. I, I asked him, I said, if you're so confident in this, just then, you know, let's have a referendum on it. And How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba Effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. He wouldn't do it. Um, question here. I imagine taking them to court, filing a claim like this is sort of a last resort. How many discussions have been had and has there been any progress in resolving this without having to take legal action? No, actually, we're we're disappointed that we have to go to this extent. It, it we have a, a, a hundred year history of working with Alberta, not you know not having to go to court all the time. And yes, we've had our disagreements, but we've always been able to work things out. So yeah, we've had many meetings as the all council. Um, and of course, there's there's members, uh, whether they're members uh, of the councils or, or individual members who were supportive of this. I mean, like it's it's like anything. You you're going to have you know some that are supportive and some that aren't. I mean, that's democracy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But true democracy is allowing us to vote on these kinds of things. To, and you know, when I look at consultation, and that's where the real issue comes in shape is, you know, we, you have to have full and prior and informed consent when it comes to consultation. Full, prior, informed consent. It's not up to the minister to say that, he, that we're fully informed and that he's done everything that is required. That's up to us to say, yes, we've been fully informed, we understand this, and now we're going to take it to a vote and make a decision on it. He is completely ignoring the political will of the majority of the eight settlements and and going and listening to alleged uh, complaints from some members. I mean, I don't care what government you are, whether you're municipal government, local government, you're not going to satisfy 100% of the people. True, you have true. to work on satisfying the majority. 
And when there's those who complain and have the issue, what is the critical mass that's required in order to be able to change legislation on people? Um, so where do we go from here? The action has been filed. I imagine, like you said, that's sort of a last resort. Is there a possibility things could be negotiated before it ends up in court? What kind of timeline are we looking at here? Well, I'm assuming that this is going to be a three, five-year right. you know, yeah, court absolutely. case. But, but at the same time, we've all, we're also going in the process of applying for a stay so that the legislation, that we can put a hold on it mm-hmm. until the court's decide whether it's a, in fact breach of consultation breach of our section 35 rights as poly compliant metis in the province of alberta okay well we will uh we'll continue to chat and uh, make sure we keep this story updated appreciate your time today Thank you very much, Shay. You have a great day, and thank you for the opportunity. Yeah, you bet. Thank you very much. That is Herb Blair, who is, uh, as you heard, uh, now involved in this action against the province. He is uh, president of the Métis Settlements of Alberta.